0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Fabrizio Fit podcast. We are excited to be talking to you today. We hope that you've had a good day so far and um, let's get into it. So Quinn and I are here. We're gonna be talking about some of the um, most frequently asked questions as of lately to, you know, through our DMs, with our clients, um, people who text us, So this is going to be good and it's definitely going to be more tactical things. Um, It's not as much on the mindset, more on um, some of the things that you can do every day with training, nutrition, etc. So let's get into it. Quinn, you want to start us off?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, And just a reminder, if you guys do have questions, please reach out to us. You know, we really like to answer questions in our Facebook group as well. You know, so join that and, and throw some questions and we'll answer them on here.
0: Yeah, you can find our Facebook um, link in both of our bios. You just click on the link in there and then you can join the Facebook group. But sorry to cut you off. Keep Oh, going. you're totally fine.
1: So yeah, um, the first question that we got asked and we keep getting asked a lot, right, is how can you get stronger with certain lifts? And a lot of times they ask, like, how do I do more pull-ups? How can I bench more? How can I squat more? Um, And to to really answer that question, I mean, I I mean, there's a lot that goes into it that I would say, but to get stronger, first of all, it's going to take you improving in those lifts, right? And like pushing yourself with more weight and stuff like that. But just to tackle one thing at a time with pull ups. What I would say if you wanted to do more pull-ups, any body weight exercise would be my number one advice would be to lose body fat. Then my second advice would be to, you know, improve on those things by adding volume and, you know, obviously consistency each week. I wouldn't say like go crazy every day and do them. I would say, you know, add it into your routine. Um, But just like anything else, you don't go overboard i guess let your body recover
0: totally and i um quinn mentioned it so the first thing is i would definitely say is um following a workout program we talk about this a lot but the reason why is because when you are when you are doing those compound exercises and when you're following a workout program you don't do the same sets and reps for you know a long time like you switch things up and it's, it's very helpful to get stronger in su- certain you know, exercises because you are following something and you're keeping track, you're aware of how much you are lifting or um, if you are getting stronger. Um, but with, with pull-ups as well, it really depends on your body weight. And um I think it's definitely a lot easier to do more pull ups when you don't have as much fat on you. So with certain type of exercises, like if you were doing a bench press, I know that the the stackier you are, you could probably lift more. That's really with anything. like the bigger stockier yeah. you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: The you definitely can lift anything but um with pull ups it's probably a lot easier when you weigh less.
1: Wouldn't you say? Yeah, 100%. The body fat the thing body is fat huge.
0: makes a big difference, yeah. Um,
1: okay, with like lifting with bench and squat, how do we improve that? Like, let's go through, you know, we went through like body weight, what we would advise you to do. With squat and bench, you know, one of my mentors, you know, or one of the guys I look up to in this industry a, a ton told me something that really shifted my mindset with this. He said, you know, with compound lifts, like – When I say compound lifts, it's bench, squat, deadlift, all of those like fundamental things, overhead press, stuff like that. The
0: stuff you start with in an exercise. Typically, yeah, sometimes. yeah.
1: Totally. Um, He said those are ones where you'll see if you're getting stronger. That's how you can really tell. And then he said with all the accessory lifts like, you know, bicep curls, just all the little things that you do, you know, to improve the main lifts. You don't necessarily have to go heavier all the time. It's more about hypertrophy and going to failure and and pushing yourself that way so that you recover faster. The reason I'm going through that is if you're in the gym and you're just trying to do everything so much heavier, but you're really not like going to failure and using form and using those muscles With with the tempo and stuff like that, that stuff can help as well with improving your lifts. So, that's why you do all of those other things is to improve those main main lifts so that you see that you are putting on muscle and you, so that you see that you are improving um, with those things totally
0: um, that was great, yeah, last thing I wanted to add on with that is is with any type of movement honestly like like Quinn was talking about the importance of really squeezing. Your your core and your body, everything that you're doing, whether you're you know you're doing lat pull down, whether you're doing any type of deadlift, um, RDLs, whatever it is, like really breathing and squeezing your core will help you so much. Um, just with like stability and balance, and also just feeling in control of the weight that you are lifting. Um, for me, I know that I have had. In the past, problems with um, back pain for sure, when I was doing any type of lower body movement, I noticed I was using my lower back way more than my glutes and my core, and I could feel that. And if that is you, I would definitely say, start recognizing you know, how you are breathing, how you're squeezing your core, um, and also a really good way to do that and to feel like your legs are actually working in your hamstrings and your quads What I like to do is I, instead of like pulling up, say, let's say for example, you are doing an RDL, just push your feet against the ground and then stand up versus using your back. It really does help so much. And then while you are up, squeeze your core, breathe. Um, Like we said, tempo is so important. You don't need to be going so fast. You don't need to be doing 15 reps. Just slow it down. Um, And like Quinn said as well, go until failure, but... These these things have definitely helped me so much, Just, and I've noticed a huge difference in my strength with my core now because I've actually engaged it and um, thought about it throughout each rep and set. So that's basically all I want to talk about with... Um, how to get stronger with certain lifts. Again, remember to push yourself. If you feel like you've been doing something for a long time. One more example too before.
1: Um, but <laughs> you just love no, this topic.
0: Literally. though. No, well, because the other day I was doing bench press. It was um, incline bench press. And I had been doing like 30 pounds um, dumbbells for probably like eight weeks. It was hard. It was yeah. definitely hard for me. And I, you know, was really, it was like, it wasn't easy, but then I tried 35s and I was like, okay, wait, this is like, I can do this a lot. I can do this more. And I kind of realized then that you really got to push yourself, even if it feels hard in the moment, just push and see what you can do. And if you have to do less reps, that is okay. At least you have more of an idea of what your body actually can lift versus, always just doing the same amount. So that's yeah. my last example.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's totally a balance, right? Totally. You know, there's people that do the, the that to the extreme and they need to they need to dial it back, mm-hmm. honestly. And then there's people most people, like you're talking about, who who don't push themselves enough. It's just an, an intensity thing. We're not talking about like doing burpees in between your sets. We're we're talking about just being in the moment, pushing the weight and, and making it so that you're improving and so that you're breaking down your muscle. This is all that we're talking about. Really. Totally love it.
0: Okay. Next one is, um, which we get this question a lot. How do I speed up the process? Who doesn't want to speed up the process, but (laughs) the quicker, I mean, it's all of us. We all would like that, but you know, the quicker you realize that it's a life lifetime pursuit, the easier it is to start seeing real results and lasting results. But, um, one thing that we did want to talk about, how do I speed up the process? So we're obviously, we love lifting. Lifting is the best thing. Um, and it definitely burns more calories because you are creating and building muscle. So with something that we have been doing though, is it's called list cardio. Um, I just got a few DMs about it just recently but it's low intensity steady state that's what lists cardio it's actually the exact opposite of HIIT so we obviously don't do HIIT but our lifting burns so much calories because we are being intentional with each lift that at the end we we will do you know Uh, a lower intensity which could be walking it could be biking it could be um, like a light jog but just anything that you know gets your heart rate up but it's a a consistent um, like a consistent heart rate I guess you just kind of stay the same but you're also you're getting it up and you're improving so that's what LIS means and it helps so much with fat loss if that's your goal then I would definitely say to Do it after you, you are lifting and and after you work out to do some type of list cardio.
1: Yeah. This is one that like, honestly, it's just moving. Like Mm -hmm. if, if you're an active person and you already walk a lot and do these things, it's, you literally don't have to change. I mean, it's like, it's just for the, you know, it's, it's something where it's like, how do you speed up the process? The process we're talking about is fat loss right now. Right. And we're talking about how to speed that up. And if that's something that you want to speed up, then yes, list cardio will help a ton because all we're doing is we're not trying to over overdo it. Because the reason we're we're like okay, if you already did the weights and you go and do hit cardio, you are adding way too much stress to your body, and therefore you can't recover, and therefore your progress is slowed down. Versus list doesn't add much of no. any. Doesn't add a lot of stress to your body, so
0: if any, honestly.
1: yeah, it, like you, it's an re- active recovery in a lot of ways, and it actually benefits you way more than than anything. So you can you can't overdo overdo that, oh, which totally. is awesome.
0: Totally, and for those that probably are wondering, um, normally anywhere between fifteen to twenty minutes is great after you do workout. Um, you can do longer; it's really up to you. But um, we'll probably, yeah, list, we definitely do at least four to five times a week after we work out. Um, it really does help so much. And like, like Quinn was saying, it does get your heart rate up, um, but it's not draining your energy to the point where you have no more energy to get, which is what we don't want. So that's one way to speed up the pro- progress. Obviously, um, dialing in your nutrition is the biggest thing. That's gonna, you know, help you. So if you have questions about that, definitely DM us. Let us know. Reach out. Um, we both have one-on-one coaching. We would love to help you. That's gonna be the main difference in your progress. Is if you do dial in your nutrition and um, also the intensity of your weight training.
1: Totally. Yeah. So our last, our last question that we wanted to go over. That we get asked a lot is what to do when you hit a plateau. And we wanted to really go into what a plateau is and what what we mean by that. So a plateau, I'm sure a lot of you guys feel like you've been in a plateau or, you you know, it's like I've hit a plateau. Um, Plateaus can can happen and they do happen. And we just want to, like, touch on it a little bit. But the definition that we would say a plateau and what it is is if you're training with us and we're we're dialing in your nutrition, we got your workouts dialed in, you're you're progressing that way, and you hit a stagnated progress for like 10 to 14 days, you know that's where we would say you've hit a plateau and we need to make some adjustments. We need to do a self assessment, make sure that you're keeping yourself accountable and that you're not shortcutting something. Mm. And bring it to your awareness, because sometimes it's just not—you're not aware. Um, you're not aware that you literally walk three thousand steps. You're not aware that you don't move. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not aware that the the peanut butter that you ate from the spoon had twelve grams of fat. You know, it's like just these little things that you know we need to assess and, and make sure that you're 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 not slowing your progress by doing those things, mm. but. Other than that, if you, you do hit a plateau, sometimes it's on the coach to make adjustments and make sure that, that, that you, you know, are still progressing.
0: 100%. So something that I want to mention as well is, you know, with with this feeling of, do you like, plateau, I remember in the past, I felt like I was in a constant state of plateauing. Like, I never saw improvements. I never saw results. But looking back at it, I noticed that I was also like not following anything that would actually get me results, which is so huge. So if you guys are sitting here and you're like, I'm definitely in a plateau, well, you need to like look at what you're doing. What are your habits? Like you said, you could be eating a ton of peanut butter with a bunch of fat, or you could be barely moving like 3000 steps a day. I I think about 75 hard a lot because so millions of people have done it. It's something everybody knows about. Let's be real. And with 75 hard, it's interesting because you have to do those tasks and habits every single day or else you start over the same thing with nutrition and like a diet and a plan is if you don't do it every single day, then you literally like, it's almost like you, you do hit this plateau, but when you aren't doing it, then you know, it's it's a lot. I think I just lost my train of thought. Yeah. But what, I, what I'm trying to say with 75 hard is it's something that you have to follow. It's something that you have to do in order to see results. So if you're sitting there and you aren't seeing any results, it's definitely not a plateau. You just aren't doing the right work. Mm. And sorry, that was my mind just went blank, <laughs> That was your but, tangent there. <laughs> that was my tangent. But really... <laughs> It's Yeah, figure out if it's a real plateau or if you're just in this position where you just aren't doing the right work. Because yeah. I know that with our clients, if they feel like they are in a plateau, like Quinn said, we take an honest assessment. Well, are you actually hitting your calories or macronutrients? How's your hydration? How's your sleep? Is the quality good, the duration? Are you getting an, an X amount of, of sleep every single night? Um your steps, training, like there's the food choices, stress, there's so much that boils down to like maybe the reasons why you might be hitting a plateau. But at the same time, like these are our clients who are are really following a program that it's making a difference. Mm. So it's, it's one of those things too where you got to be doing something and really the right type of work or else it probably isn't a plateau at all.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, <laughs>
0: my, yeah, my rant. After there you, you go. went on
1: the rant, yeah, because it's, it's true. You know, if you're listening to this, and it's like you don't even have a dialed-in nutrition, you don't know what you, what your goals are. You're just out there trying to get stronger, supposedly, mm-hmm. and you want to look better or in or the mirror,
0: smaller. Yeah, you're out there trying to get more toned. If you're a girl,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or if you're yeah, a girl, or you know. there's, first of all, you got to lock in your nutrition and lock in your workouts. That's the, that's the first step to knowing that that could be why you're in a plateau, you think, or why you're stuck. Um, and then from there, you know, we kind of went through everything already, but honestly, I don't have anything to add. Do you, do you have anything you want to add to to what you said?
0: Um, no, I think if I do, I'll go on forever, but no, I think that's it. Um, these are, the main questions that we've gotten lately. Um, but, you know, this definitely doesn't have to do a lot with the the mindset behind training and nutrition, but we do really want to answer your guys' questions. And we know that this is a part of a fat loss journey or a muscle gain f- gain phase. So um, keep asking us questions and letting us know what you guys want to hear. Ultimately, we want to inspire you and help change your physique your body and do what we can as coaches so let us know and we hope that you guys have a great week we'll see you next week